Welcome to Spiritual Counsel by J.K. Popham. Today we go all the way back to December 1927. The subject is true faith. After the two kinds of faith I have spoken of in two previous letters, there remains another kind to bring before you. This I will call true faith, because it does not wither away in time of trial. It keeps the followers of the Lamb at his side, under his glorious banner, the scripture calls it the faith of God's elect because they alone have it given to them. For by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Thus they are distinguished from the dead in trespasses and sins among whom they once were. This wonderful grace is also called the faith of the operation of God. It is called into being by the Holy Ghost, and it stands in his power. It thus differs in its birth and working from all merely human ideas, understanding, beliefs, and persuasions. It comes from heaven, and its conversation is in heaven. By it the word of Christ is proved to be true. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. The flesh will ever remain flesh. Nothing better, nothing else. And the solemn distinction must remain. Hence the sword, the fire, which the Lord sends, the enmity between the two seeds. There is yet another name given by the Holy Ghost to the faith of God's elect. By the Apostle Peter, he calls it precious faith. The apostles and the about three thousand souls and many others had received the divine gift. And now to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia, the Lord had given the same inestimable gift. On account of its divine author and finisher, this faith is precious. All his works are great and glorious, and in an especial manner faith is so, 
inasmuch as it has himself as the God of salvation for its proper object and end. His glorious person, his finished work on earth, his universal dominion in heaven and earth, his gospel, grace, promises and precepts. These all are faith's food, strength, comfort and delight. By it the work of Christ, as well as his person, becomes a reality in the soul. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The whole of that wonderful 11th chapter of the Hebrews is a striking illustration of the first verse. The things, the truths, the commandments, the promises, the victory over dead bodies, the seeing the invisible, and the consequent endurance, the subduing of kingdoms, the courage to face fire, endure death rather than obtain a dishonourable and only temporary deliverance, are all ascribed to the wonderful grace of faith, because they were a reality in the soul the understanding and the conscience of believers. Seeing that true faith is such a powerful instrument for good in the soul, that it deals with God and holds the truths which it pleases him in his love to give to his people, we may well ask if he has been gracious to us in the bestowment of such a blessing. By it the Lord Jesus is known as suitable for sinners. And if we have faith, we know and feel that we are sinners. Indeed, if we do not know and feel that we are lost, Christ will be only a name to us. We shall never come to him, never abide in him, never love him. His faith is a gift beyond price. He is exalted to give it, as well as repentance. Now this blessed faith will, if you possess it, preserve you from the terrible errors of these perilous times. It will enable you to receive and hold the account of creation, as given by divine inspiration in Genesis, and reject and hate evolutionism. It will cause you to believe in the incarnation of the Son of God and his substitution for his own people, his vicarious death for them and his ascension into heaven, there to intercede for them and at last to receive them to himself. It will enable you to believe in the Holy Ghost and seek his most merciful indwelling, and the fruits of grace, the work of faith, will be found in you. What better wish, then, can I have for you, and express in prayer to God for you, 
than that you may be blessed with the inestimable, the free grace gift of the faith of God's elect. Your affectionate friend, J.K. Popham, Brighton, December 1927. Thanks for joining us today. Next time we are looking at a short letter on the subject of modernism. Remember to subscribe or follow this podcast and tell your friends and family about it. You can view the full letter used in this episode from The Friendly Companion at strengthintruth.org. We'll be back in two weeks' time. So until then, goodbye.